The subject today will be true heroes. Enough of the bullshit they're selling us on the media, newspapers, TV, and, and social media bullshit about the heroes that we should adore. I have a premise, and I have always had this premise as far as I remember. Do not allow them to tell you who your heroes or your enemies are. Don't allow them to tell you who to hate and who to love, who will represent you, or who is the example of this society. That's a big mistake. Turn off the fucking TV, do not read the newspapers, and forget about all these people shown there as true heroes of our society. And I am talking about the Elon Musks, the Mark Zuckerbergs, the Steve Jobs, the Jeff Bezos, all these psychopath murderers, pieces of shit that represent the ideal of what our goals should be in life are nothing more than pure greed, psychopaths, and disregarding of what the human condition is and should be. These people are the devil. These people are everything that we should not be. I don't care how charismatic they are. Uh, I myself kind of like Elon Musk. I think he's a cool guy. But if you come to think of it, what, what's he doing? Just Okay, so he's, he's very, um, very creative. He's, obviously, he's very smart. Uh, and he's got a lot of means, and he's fabricated those means all by himself, which is uh, admirable in a way. But what the fuck? I mean, so the rest of the world, so so he has this capability, and he's not doing anything to 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 put this capacity to work in favor of the world, in favor of humanity. No, he's using all those um, gifts that he has to profit. To greed, to 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 create his toys, to send uh, fucking rockets to Mars. C can you imagine a mind like Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates or um, or Elon Musk put to the service of humanity? So that's why I think they're dangerous because they could and they have the ability to change the world, to provide the world with economic, social. And provide tremendous solutions but rather than that they choose to profit and for their personal gain and for power power and control because how much money do you need dudes how much fucking money do you need you i'm tired of reading in the newspaper now elon musk is the richest man no now zuckerberg no now bill gates no now jeff bezos oh this is like a competition who's the richest man this is the goal this is what we should all strive for this is what oh, we all should be fighting for disregard your human your human uh, counterparts fuck them we need greed we need business we need to create new ways of of, of showing that that greed is 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 great so how much money do you fucking need man there should be a law, I'm sorry, there should be a law that starting, I don't know, let's let's make up a number, uh, a billion euros, okay, or a billion dollars. After that, fuck you, you cannot have one more cent. That's it. How much money do you need, amigo? Jesus Christ, man. So today, we're going to say a big fuck you to Elon Musk, to Bill Gates, to wherever Steve Jobs is. I hope he's in hell, rotting to uh, Jeff Bezos and the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world from Dirty Old Man and from the bottom of my heart go fuck yourselves big time 
Let's talk about real heroes. Oh shit! Welcome to Advice from a Dirty Old Man, the podcast where you might learn something. Father by day, crazy motherfucker by night. Somewhere in the middle of the time when I record the podcast. Enjoy the show. And today we're going to speak about four individuals. Four of them. Number one, Edward Snowden. Number two, Julian Assange. Number three, Henning, uh, Chelsea, Chelsea Manning. Number four, Roberto Saviano. These people I think you're familiar with, especially if you have uh, been in contact with me or if you have at least four neurons working in your brain. Uh, these four people are, I believe they, they will be at some point in uh, when we all wake up, you know, the day we all suddenly wake up, these four people should be on the top. Uh, there are other people, of course, but these people should be at the top of what our true heroes should be. And I will begin with my favorite of them all. Actually, I've got two favorites among these, and it's Edward Snowden and Roberto Saviano. Let's begin with uh, Edward Snowden. Well, Edward Snowden, Snowden was the gentleman who worked in the uh, NSA, National Security Agency in the United States. And he was he's a sort of a computer genius. And so by the age of, I'm not sure, but a very young age, he was put in charge of the of the technological um, spying department in the in in the United States, in where he found out that his job was, among other things, to spy on everyone, on uh, on taking on um, maintaining the the information files of every single citizen in the world, and then and he was uh, that they had tools and means, and they were actually doing it to listen and to follow up on everything we were doing online and on our telephones. He was the one who who proved that uh, no matter what, how your telephone is connected, whether you've got location services on, whether you have um, some kind of a crypto, crypto encrypted, um, encrypted uh, messages, uh, they, they, could, they could see everything and they were actually seeing everything. And they had a file on every single one of us. So due to this, he was... Um, he was charged and he had to run away and now he's uh, hiding in, in, in Russia from where he continues to give speeches and he continues to speak about the dangers of our current uh, system of, of social media, of, uh, of the technology involved in the spying world and how they are able to maintain a permanent record on each and every one of us. Now the permanent record, according to him, and I agree with him, is uh, is a dangerous thing because when i was if if, if there had been mo i think i speak for most of us if there had been a an internet service or an internet uh, tool or all the tools that we have today when we were young i guess most of us would be in serious trouble you know fortunately all our mistakes and all our fuck-ups and, and and everything we did just uh, stayed in people's memory. That's it. There is no file. There is no. There is no nitbit 
or 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 video or pictures of or nothing in social media or internet uh, about that because we'd be in trouble now that is what's happening to people today that they they enter the the, the internet world the digital world at a very young age and they start uh, posting and speaking and uh, uh, accessing websites which will which i don't know if they will but it can be used against them at any point they like to so he he risked his life he is in hiding and he will be in hiding if not forever for a very long time uh, albeit everyone supports him albeit every each one of us knows that what he did is right that what he did was show us like look dude this is what's happening they are listening to you uh, be careful don't do this don't do that don't don't give them any more excuses to come after you even though they portray him as a traitor as people as a guy who put um many lives at risk uh, i may agree at some point in that but i also agree that if we live in a, in a democracy if we live in a free society in a free world then all these things should not be happening and if they are happening they should be focused only on people who needed to be spied on and on people who who, who need that secrecy in order to work not apply to the whole of society to you and i to people to regular people so that's the difference of what i understand and he, he's much more deeper than that i i I'm, i'm sorry i'm not as smart as to understand the profound effect of the edward snowden uh, created but i do understand that it's very important because this is something that we already knew okay so he stated the obvious he proved the obvious which is different we already knew they were listening we already knew they were making files of us but we didn't know the 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 depth of where this was going and the uses that could that this um, files could be put to use at you know very 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 smart man very sensible individual uh, please uh, do yourself a favor look him up on the internet look at his videos his speeches i think th this is a man we sh all should be listening to especially if you have young kids if you have people who are starting to to enter the digital world and they're discovering this their their social communities and uh, social media communities i'm sorry and i think it's very very valuable to to understand the message portrayed by edward snowden now julian assange as weird as that guy is because he is weird i have to tell you but what he did was tremendous because a lot of people think that he was the one who got the information from from directly from the source which is not entirely true he got the information from many sources all the He got access to all the official emails, all the messages across embassies from different countries to the to the NSA and to the CIA and to the U.S. government, and he found out that all these messages contained vital information of the world political dynamics, and it was not what we thought. This uh, this uh, this understanding that they had between them, this um, these communications were not as healthy and as uh, clean as we thought as a matter of fact they were dirty they proved to to be evil in some way and they were listening again to everyone 
Uh, now, what Julian Assange did, because uh, he was a smart man, and he still is, poor guy, I'll speak about that later, is he gave the information to newspapers. And rather than publish it, most of them himself, he gave it to newspapers for them to decipher the emails and for them to to consider which information should be valuable for the for society. Of course, this this created a a, a whirlwind of political turmoil in the world. Uh, it, it just fucked up everyone. Now everything was out in the open. Now we knew what this guy's really thought about that guy. We knew what they were doing. We knew about Iraq. We knew a lot about uh, Bill Clinton and George Bush and we all the all the all the dirty deeds that they were doing and they're still doing behind our behind the scenes. So what he did was expose what again what we already knew, but uh, we didn't know it officially. Uh, Henning Mankel was also uh, I'm sorry Henning Mankel I keep. Why do I keep thinking that? Henning Mankel was a Swedish writer and a very good one indeed. No, I mean, uh, the, uh, Chelsea Manning. Chelsea Manning was one of the main sources for Julian Assange and WikiLeaks of information. He, I'm sorry, she, because uh, this uh, gentleman is a trans and she, now, she is now a lady. So I'm going to refer to her as she. So she was the one who found out <clears throat> that they were that what was going on in Iraq in, the, in those days was 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 a complete atrocity that they were just killing people randomly and they were doing the most savage things uh, imaginable while they were giving us the information that everything was fine and that they were capturing just terrorists and 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 all this and the Guantanamo videos and and all that this is thanks to uh, Chelsea Manning and uh, she was caught she could not run away she was put in jail for seven years and, and now she's out and uh, she's still an activist and she's a very strong supporter of free information so there's uh, another person who's important in this uh, in this in this world people who who provide us with the truth uh, the sad thing is that this truth is widely known what these people do is just put their lives on the line to let us know that it's truly happening and that what we think is happening may just be the tip of the iceberg because what really is happening is far more dangerous and far more serious than we can imagine. Then you have my absolute favorite. My absolute favorite is Roberto Saviano. Roberto Saviano is an Italian philosopher. He's a kind of a journalist also. He's, he's one of those guys who's a little bit about everything. Now, he, uh, the story that I know is that, well, he came from a well-off family, more or less, you know, yeah, well-off family, but uh, in his uh, native town of Naples. And so he began doing, uh, working on the streets and he began, you know, he couldn't get a real job. So he, as most kids in Naples uh, are in the same situation. So he ended up working in the, in the harbor with and he and he found out about all this mafia and Andretta group, you know how they were involved in in the whole mafia, which was by then thought it uh, it was only a, a little bit more than a local mafia running in Italy and a few cities in in in, in Europe. But thanks to him, it was discovered that this was a global uh, endeavor. That this uh, that this involved far more people, organizations. Um, and far more money than we could have ever imagined. 
So he wrote his book, Gomorrah, which probably you've heard of the movie and you've heard of the TV series. And I'm sorry to say that those movies, those series and TV and movies does, does not portray the book. It is not about the book. It just gathers, it just takes little pieces of information from the book and makes a movie out of it and makes a series. So you can imagine how deep that book is. Now, Gomorrah was a groundbreaker because uh, he exposed people with real names, bank accounts, locations, um, business uh, businesses being done with such precision and such accuracy that the European Union and the world police, Interpol and, and, and CIA and all that could not ignore it anymore and they had to do something. So they, he disrupted a big, big, big chunk of the mafia's business worldwide. He got a lot of people caught. He got a lot of businesses ruined. Overall, he fucked up the mafia big time. So you, 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 you're probably guessing what, what, what's going on with him. Ever since he wrote Gomorrah, he had to go into hiding. And for a long period of time, he was hiding with such with such precision that not even him knew where he was. His security people took care of him. They changed him from city to city outside of Italy without even telling them, him where he was or for how long he'd be there. He could have been in New York. He could have been in L.A. He could have been in Tokyo. He could have been anywhere, but he didn't even know. They were just transferring him. That's how dangerous his uh, situation was. I'm not sure that's the situation now. I think he's a little bit more relaxed now. But the thing is that after writing Gomorra, if any one of us would write something like that, that would provoke such a turmoil, such a change in your life, such a danger to your life and for those you love, for your family, because his family was also threatened and he was unable for a long time. And again, I'm not sure if he still is unavailable to have a regular life. Now, if you did that and that happened to you, you'd probably just go into hiding, uh, let time pass and, 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 and just wait patiently until you can have an, a regular life. Now, not that, that's not what he did. He wrote a book, another book called Zero Zero Zero, which was uh, as, as profound and as detailed and as thoroughly researched as Gomorra, but only about the cocaine traffic in the world. So that got the people in the narco-trafico people against him too. So now everyone wants to kill this motherfucker. <laughs> and it is said that eventually they will. There's so much powerful people uh, looking for him and waiting for the right moment to put a bullet through his head that eventually he will be killed. I hope not. But uh, so this story that I just told about these four individuals, they are, again, they are not the only ones out of the world, but they are surely the most um, noticeable ones. Now, here's my message as a dirty old man. I don't care if you agree with what these people did. I just spoke about the things I admired. Okay, I chose these four people because I admired not, a, not only what they did, but why they did it and how they were consequent with their actions because they did it because they thought it was right. They thought it was necessary you know, to, to create a healthy society, for information to flow, for, for people to know really what's going on and then make decisions because they did not provide us with answers. They just said, listen, this is what's happening. Now you make your own decisions. And they put their lives on the line. These are 
necessary people. These people are essential in our lives. I was raised in a time where polarity was uh, very much present, you know, uh, left wing and right wing. You had the Soviet Union and then you had the United States and you had Europe somewhere in the middle, but uh, blah, blah, blah. But then, but you had a polarity of ideology, a polarity of thoughts, a polarity of understanding of how a society, a group or, or a person should think, work and act. I am not here telling you who was right and who was wrong, although I have my opinion, but I'm telling you that you had different lines of information, you had different lines of thought, you have different ways of thinking, of, of, of facing a situation, uh, either economic, social or individual. You, you had different heroes from different sides. You had, uh, you had the revolutionaries, you had the great intellectuals, you had the people providing with ideas. It was a time of thought, free thought and, and, and inspirational ideas that most of them were bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Most of them were bullshit, but yet they, they, they gave us a new perspective. You know, and these people are tremendously necessary because nowadays you don't have that polarity. All the information and everything we know is based always from the same source. It's always the same group of people telling us what's going on. We don't have a con we don't have anybody contradicting each other unless it's somehow political. But it, if you if you catch if you go to the to the newspapers uh, uh, shop and you read every newspaper's uh, front page, most of them speak about the same news, the same piece of news, just from seen from different perspective. So they're giving us the same news. They, they, they previously agreed that this was going to be the news. Now, okay, now you'd say it from a little bit of a leftist perspective and you say it from a right-wing perspective and you say it, but, but they're all speaking about the same. So the news today are horrible. They're brainwashing. They, 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 they target the most common denominator of human beings, which is greed, fear, anger, deception. Uh, find your enemy. You're feeling like this because this guy, because this situation, because of what this guy provoked, you know, and everything should be fine if we get rid of this guy or if we find this guy guilty or if we all focus on this ideal, you know, and, 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 and it's, it's horrible. I'm sorry, it's horrible. I think people like Saviano, Assange, Snowden, um, uh, uh, Hanning are so deeply needed so deeply essential from what uh, essential for for the health of the minds of everyone to know that you're being lied to you are being used there is there is uh, evil people out there there are people with 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 uh, with a plan with an agenda with a thought that humanity should be run by the powerful, that uh, as long as you keep quiet, as long as you don't jump, everything should be fine. And as long as you follow their, their rules, well, then they would continue to, uh, to have all the power. And these are the people that, that we are told to admire. The Gates, the, the, the Bezos, the Musks, the Gates, all these uh, psychopaths are the ones who are 
constantly, constantly put forward in our media, in our news, and in, in, in our information um, um, systems. You know, they keep feeding us. These are the people. They're philanthropies, and they're giving money, and they're helping humanity. Now, Bill Gates is focusing on land and on, on medicines, and now Elon Musk is sending people to Mars. And, uh, and Jeff Bezos is now the owner of the of, of the entire world um, data bank. You know, <sighs> fuck, man. These is these are not what we are. These are not what we represent. These are not the examples we want to give our kids. I want to. I want my kid to see an example that he feels proud of. That there's no greed involved. There's no no one being damaged because of greed. Um, that not only the smart and the powerful can can make changes in humanity, but also regular people with good intentions, even if that means putting their lives to risk. And this is the message from Dirty Old Man today on March 22nd, a very sunny and cold day in Barcelona. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I enjoyed it very much recording it. Guys, I'm going to leave you with this thought. Turn off your TV. Turn it off. Seriously, turn it off. I love you guys. Have a great day. Keep well. Keep safe. Adios, amigos.